listening to a Sharesies podcast. It's Friday the 26th of November. This is Recap made for you by Sharesies. Sharesies is a wealth development platform where our purpose is to create financial empowerment for everyone. And here's a financial disclaimer. Investing involves risk. You aren't guaranteed to make money and you might lose the money you started with. Any information we provide is general only and current at the time. If you're looking for help with your investment choices, we recommend talking to a licensed financial advice provider. A very, very happy casual Friday to you, Alice. Same to you, Jose. I'm I'm very glad that it is Friday. <laughs> um, I must admit I am quite tired today. I stayed up quite late watching the Black Caps versus India on day one of their test match. Oh no, if- another another f- cricket fan. This is like, this is, like um, this is like John all over again. I just do not get the appeal of cricket, I'm sorry. Yeah, that's why John and I can't be trusted to be on the podcast together because <laughs> we'd actually just turn it into probably a cricket one. Um, well, but, hey, yeah. you know, like it's it's so far it's going to be like a, a wrestling podcast. At one point, it was going to be a food podcast. So you know, it's all it's all grist for the mill. I think the only <laughs> thing I do like about cricket is, um, from what people have told me, is say going to the Basin Reserve on a like a sunny afternoon and sitting down with a paper, reading the paper and watching yeah. you know, every now and then looking up and someone when someone yells, bowler maiden or whatever they say. <laughs> yeah, I do enjoy that too. And actually I was watching some cricket um, last weekend, but I got some unfortunate tan lines. I was sort of wearing like, oh, no. um, you know, like, three-quarter exercise tights and I never thought to sunblock the sort of lower half of my shins so um yeah I'll look to even out oh yeah and those shins can get those shins can get real bad yeah take care of your shins (laughs) and everyone listening it's shin awareness week here on here here on recap um we should crack on because a lot to lot to cover um I'd like to start us off if I may with some results from erode Please do. Now we have talked about E-Road before. Uh, if I'm correct, I believe they're a transport software company and they are based here in Aotearoa. Yes, they provide a whole bunch of services around fleet management. So things like logging maintenance, uh, you know, tracking uh, road user charges, dashboard cameras and GPS fleet tracking. Uh, they're dual listed on the Australian and New Zealand stock exchanges and have a market cap of $490 million. And they released their first half-year results for the 2022 financial year just this morning. Uh, very good. And what were the details? Uh, Erod reported a loss for that first half-year of $2.9 million compared to a profit of $1 million for the same period last year. Revenue was up by $2 million to $48 million. But expenses were up as well, $35.5 million compared to $30.5 million last year. And what was Eero's commentary on those figures? So the revenue figures, uh, they said, represented growth in sales of their technology, including dash cams and also add-on subscriptions. However, Erode had experienced a decline in sales in the USA. This was led mainly by the loss of a customer. There was also increased employee costs and the impact of a forthcoming major acquisition. 
Okay, so what's the deal on this takeover? Yeah, so E-Road is planning to acquire Cortex. Cortex makes software which manages how much fuel you're using and also monitors uh, drivers' habits and their speed as well. If it goes ahead, it'll cost E-Road $158 million and the integration will likely take 12 to 18 months. Uh, That integration and the transition as whole uh, has already cost E-Road $2 million, but the takeover is expected to take effect from uh, the 1st of December. E-Road says the takeover will accelerate growth of the company and give them a lot of opportunity, more opportunities in Australia and America. Thanks for that, Jose. And now I have some news today from Green Cross Health. Okay, but first, tell me all about Green Cross Health. Yeah, so they are a healthcare provider listed on the New Zealand Stock Exchange. And while you might while you might not recognize the name, uh, there's a chance you've actually come across the group. So they are behind the pharmacy chains Unichem and Life Pharmacy. And they're also behind Access Community Health, which is a provider of home-based healthcare and support. Uh, then they also operate The Doctors, which is a chain of medical centers throughout the country. Uh, so overall, the group runs as three divisions, being pharmacy, community health, and medical. Mm, so what was Green Cross's health today? I mean, you, uh, sorry. <laughs> I'm sure their health is fine, you know. They've got everything right at their fingertips. Well, it almost is about about their health, actually. Uh, The group released their half-year financial results this morning, and this was for the six months ended 30th of September. So uh, in them, the group reported revenues of $310 million. That was up 12% compared to the same period last year. Uh, The group said this was driven by revenue growth across all three divisions of the group. And what happened to Green Cross's profit? Uh, so operating profit or earnings before interest and tax that came in at $20.5 million that's up 14% from a year ago and then net profit attributable net profit after tax attributable to shareholders it was $9.7 million that's a 9% higher than this time last year and what did Green Cross say about all these results Uh, The group said they delivered a positive first half performance, reflecting both increased activity across all divisions and ongoing investment and acquisitions. So sort of on that note, CEO Rachel Newfield said that the group had progressed their strategy of growing through making acquisitions. During the six months, Green Cross Health has acquired two pharmacies, four medical centres, they've increased their shareholding in two other pharmacies and one medical centre, and then they've also invested in an online digital health group. Sounds like they've been busy bees and being in the healthcare sector, did Green Cross say much about the pandemic? Yeah, so throughout the pandemic, Green Cross's pharmacies and medical centres have remained open, although they did notice a drop in demand during lockdowns. Uh, But but despite that, they have still supported communities. So uh, yeah, the group's been providing essential services. They've ramped up swabbing efforts um, for tests over the surge period of lockdowns in August. Uh, They've rolled out vaccinations at both pharmacies and their medical centres. And finally, did Green Cross say if they're going to pay out a dividend? Yeah, the group's board declared an interim dividend of three cents per share. Great, thanks very much, Alice. Earlier this week, the Reserve Bank lifted the official cash cash rate, or OCR. The OCR influences the level of interest rates in New Zealand, so how much it costs to borrow money from a bank or how much interest you receive from a savings account. 
And it's a really important tool in the Reserve Bank's belt because they use it to control inflation. Now, inflation is the term used to describe the situation when the price of goods and services increases. So basically, your money can't quite buy you uh, as much as what it once did. Now, it's the mandated role of the Reserve Bank to keep inflation between 1% and 3% per year. And the increase of the OCR was something that was talked about in our sister podcast, Lunch Money, on Thursday. Alice and our colleague Shaq talked to Mary Jo Vergara, who is an economist with Kiwi Bank. And it was such an interesting and informed discussion that we thought we'd play that part of the podcast here on Recap to slide you into the weekend. Yeah, and I found it really interesting. Uh, but I started by asking Mary Jo about inflation and what it means for you as an everyday Kiwi. So I guess with inflation, again, it's that the fact that the the cost of living has gone up. So it's more expensive to do your groceries, to go out and travel and put fuel into your cars. Um, it's especially tough for those with lower incomes or those um, with fixed incomes, people receiving pensions, but also for renters who don't who don't gain from the rising house prices. Um, inflation, it's often described as the thief in your wallet, that it now takes more coins to buy the same amount of goods. Um, so the purchasing power of your money falls. Um, and that's sort of the, uh, that's that's a, it's not great for trying to maintain your standard of living. It's get, it becomes more difficult. Following on from inflation, someone or something who's going to be monitoring the situation very closely is, of course, the Reserve Bank of New Zealand. Um, and they actually made an announcement about the OCR yesterday. Um, can you just talk us through, you know, what happened, what was the decision and what it was all about? Yeah, yesterday we had um, the Reserve Bank's monetary policy statement, the last one for the year. And what they did yesterday was that they lifted the official cash rate by 25 basis points, taking it from 0.5% to 0.75%. What they also did was that they signaled that many more rate hikes are to come. Um, they published a, a OCR track, which sort of looks at it over a forecast horizon. And what it showed was that the cash rate is uh, expected to lift pretty quickly, to, uh, getting to 2.1% this time next year. And I guess the rationale behind um, their move or their decision was that in this current economic environment, emergency settings like really low interest rates are just no longer needed. Um, when you're looking at their dual mandate of, like you said, supporting maximum sustainable employment and targeting an inflation rate of between 1% to 3%, it's clear that that mandate has been met. We have an exceptionally tight labour market and inflation is at you know 5%. Um, so hiking the cash rate yesterday was certainly expected and certainly warranted. They What they did also was go one step further and actually signaled that for the first time in a really long time, they might have to lift the cash rate beyond what's considered neutral, which is a 2% cash rate. And at that 2% cash rate, it's where monetary policy is neither tight nor loose. And so what they've signaled is that may have to go to 2.6%, just reflecting how strong our economy is right now that we might actually have to tighten monetary conditions. Um, and that's pretty astounding, that turnaround, because this time last year, we were talking about a negative cash rate. Um, if you compare last year's NPS to this year's NPS is a testament to how quickly things have changed and how strong and clearly underway our recovery is. And so, um, you know, the, the OCR has 
like you say, increased. How, what would be the impact of this to sort of everyday Kiwis? Yeah, it de- I guess it depends if you're a saver or if you're a borrower. Um, if you're a borrower, you'll see that interest rates will continue to rise. So lending rates uh, like mortgage rates will continue to rise. They may push above that 4%, sort of back to pre-COVID levels. Um, but the good news is if you're a saver, if you're saving up for your first home or if you're saving up for retirement, deposit rates are also expected to rise after a whole year of being pretty much zero uh, percent so it's good news but it does depend on whether you're a saver or borrower and i guess it just talks to how um monetary policy it's a blunt tool it's there are winners and losers in all of this when you lift or or fall or you decrease the interest rate and as you sort of mentioned, this move was um, expected. I think a lot of economists um, were expecting another raise and it was sort of the question of, um, you know, would it be 0.25% or 0.5%? Um, how did people react to this news and in particular, you know, share markets? Yeah, it was interesting because there was some talk or expectation of a 50 basis point hike, like you said, given the large upside surprises to inflation and employment recently, and also the length between meetings. So this one, the next one's not till February next year. So there was some talk about maybe we should do a bit more now, given the, the distance between meetings. But given the uncertainty around COVID, uh, the fact that mortgage rates have already risen quite um, significantly until now, um, and also the sensitivity that households now have around interest rate rises, given how much debt we've accumulated over the past year, um, that it was ultimately decided against a, a 50 basis point move. And instead, a more cautious measured approach was taken by just lifting it by the traditional 25 basis point increment. Um, but in saying that, there was a pretty decent reaction in markets um, because there was that expectation of a bigger move. We saw the New Zealand dollar sell off that fell below 69, uh, 69 cents um, and wholesale interest rates also fell quite substantially, especially in the short end of the curve, um, given that they were positioning for a much bigger move in a much hawk- more hawkish statement. I really enjoyed that chat. Uh, I I just thought like there's so many things that go on with the economy all at once. And Mary Jo just seemed to explain that so nicely, so well. She is just a wealth of knowledge. I know. She really was just pulling out like, you know, facts and figures just straight over her head. It was amazing to watch actually. Uh, it was. It was, was so, so impressive. I know, and right? just numbers like flying everywhere, like, you know, just off, seemingly off the top of her head. And yeah, yeah, really interesting. Um, yeah, I'd suggest checking checking out. Yeah, totally. I just yeah, just quickly. I, I think one of the things that um, I found particularly interesting about it was, or sort of made me think a little bit more, was that idea about you know, even like a year ago, where people were as she as Mary Jo said, we're talking about the 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 rate being like you know in the negative, and just how quickly stuff changes, and how you know the unpredictability of our times is kind of affecting everything. And it's it's probably something to good. Uh, it's a good thing to remember. But that is only just a bit of the 45-minute discussion. Uh, Alice Shack and Mary Jo actually talked about the New Zealand economy as a whole and how it fared through 2021 and even had a bit of a look ahead to the next year, 2022. Yeah, it's definitely worth uh, your time to have a listen if you are interested. There will be a link to it in the episode description. Yeah, go on. It won't be a waste of your time. That was Recap for the 26th of November. Thanks so much for listening. 
Don't forget to give us a rating review on Apple Podcasts. It really helps us out. If you'd like to get in touch, our email is recap at sharesies.co.nz and you can also leave a voice message. There's a link in the episode description. And we will be back. We will see you next week. We sure will. Hey, te hina.